Hello, you're listening to One Slice Short for Loaf with me, Gemma Higley. And me, Pip Russell. <laughs> We've just recovered from the weirdest little moment. Oh, this is like the fifth time of trying to record. Yeah, I kicked my tea bags over. <laughs> why do you even right explain explain um well I obviously live in student accommodation there's not that much room um in a small kitchen when you're all sharing like different (laughs) you've got various cupboards and stuff and I I bought a really big box of tea bags um but I couldn't fit them all in so I have like a little a little pot that I decant them into in the kitchen but I keep the rest in here so I've got 240 pg tips finest you know, 50% you extra free. Like hot drinks. Why have you got so many <laughs> Because I bought them for when I actually have friends over and then COVID happened. So, <laughs> so you're going to end it at when I actually have friends. <laughs> <laughs> when I finally find some friends, maybe they'll like drink my tea. <laughs> <laughs> no, I bought them for when my parents come to visit. Oh, I originally. love that. Because, um, you know, after a long drive, about a three and a half hour drive. They need 240 cups of tea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But they were under my desk and oh. I happened to kick them over. Yeah. Uh, and then we just had a nice little laugh about it. We, so. it's, uh, you've got to understand, guys, it's really hard when uh, some people I've seen this recently about their best friends. They can't look each other in the eye because it just sends them into fits of laughter and I can never look at you when we're doing the welcoming bit but it was so funny it doesn't help as well when you just forget what you're saying every time (sighs) every single time I've went through about about 15 seconds of being like what am I saying again you know it's so it's so weird (sighs) that's letting you behind the behind the wall a little bit um with a with our podcasting experience it takes a few attempts chumlas because um it does we're still getting it right we're still we are, we are. you know because i'm sure you'll be aware um we mentioned on on our instagram that last week there was a little technical issue apologies for that um i mean hats off to you if you managed to survive the first 24 hours that the podcast um was live for because you will have heard a very odd transition in the middle of it which was james's unpopular opinion where he was talking about burger king being better than mcdonald's and then we just started talking about carrot cake so (laughs) if you managed to navigate that then gold star for you you're a, you're a winner you and you you have a lot of knowledge in your brain um so so thank you for bearing with and um yeah here's to no more technical hitches touch wood Woo. touch wood touching all the wood in my new room oh yes tell me about your new room oh my goodness guys i am a visionary i'm not even i'm, I'm gassing myself up here because I'm so proud of myself. Right. So in my room, I, I've had a bit of a rejig because I was like, why not freshen up a space? You know, I've had, I've got a double bed. I had a desk, I had a wardrobe and a bookcase. And that was kind of it for a while. And then I was like, why not just move the bed to a new location, like the middle of the room so that I can get down both sides instead of it being in the corner. So that meant I had to rejig some furniture around. And I've now got no desk. The desk has been relocated to downstairs. But I've got a bedside table. I've never had a bedside table. Have you never? Honestly, it's 
insanely cool. I mean, I had, <laughs> I, had I had a flat pack day, Pip. I marked it in my diary oh, as I flat love pack day. Building flat pack furniture. Holy guacamole! If I wasn't doing a drama degree next year, if there was some kind of IKEA flat pack apprenticeship testing. <laughs> Or, or somebody mentioned this to me before, creating my own business where people order the IKEA flat pack and then I get paid to build them for them. I would be so happy because it's just like building a 3D jigsaw puzzle. And as we've established, I am an 85 year old woman and I love a <laughs> jigsaw puzzle. So, <laughs> so I absolutely, I've, I had a really amazing day just building furniture building my bedside table building my new storage unit and oh, I have to admit there's something really satisfying about building something yourself oh, yeah exactly I think and it's knowing that you did that yeah I know and like, I moved all my furniture by myself because I was kind of like yeah I'm gonna do the independent woman thing I don't I don't dad I love you but I was like I don't need my dad I can move my wardrobe by myself I've got muscles um but no, I, I was I was very determined to move it all by myself. But yeah, having something that you can physically see and appreciate and utilize the final product yeah. is the best. I'm such an advocate for flat packs, honestly. Like we're not sponsored by IKEA, <laughs> <laughs> but we should because <laughs> I love it. Genuinely, if I could be a flat packer for life. I would be a flat packer for, for life, for life, for life, for life. <laughs> Called that show and tell over. <laughs> okay, so I did okay again. Why do I always say okay? It's because you're okay. I, I am. I'm okay. Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> So, moving into three-word week, um, <laughs> would you like to kick us off with your words of the week, Gemma? Yeah, sure. Why not? Um, let's do this. So, my five days this week, my fellow loafers, um, this is day number one. So, day number one is autism, course, conflab. Day number two is sewing bee and migraine. Mm. Mm. Uh, day number three is gals got gains day number four is okay and I've got I feel like this is a staple now with one of my three word weeks having to be said in a specific way because otherwise I feel like I'm betraying the place it originated from and so you ready this is this is it day number four is letter of law day number five is down Mr President got a quite a varied Mm. selection there my love yeah, quite a wide variety. Do you know what? I don't think I've actually ever heard of the word conflab before. And I was really? so intrigued that I had to Google it because yeah. I wasn't entirely sure what that meant. I love so using the word conflab. I know. Do, do you I want mean, to read out the de- definition? Yeah, so for anyone who else who didn't know. <laughs> yeah, if anyone else didn't know what the word conflab means, um, according to the Oxford Dictionary, it's an informal private conversation or discussion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that the one you yeah. want to hear about? No, I'm thinking more the the. I was going to try and do it in the accent. Go on, do it, do it, try. I can't remember how it goes. Northern, it's a Northern Irish letter of law. Yeah, letter of letter, letter of law. Letter no. of law. No, letter of law. 
I'll leave that bit to you. <laughs> okay. Where is it from? How did that originate? from? Ding, 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 ding. It's from Line of Duty. Holy guacamole. See, I've actually haven't watched it. I know a lot of people have. I know there's a uh, lot. There's loads of news going no, on about the moment. No, no. I know it's just had the finale and everything. Yeah. Yeah. And so. so many people I know have all been talking about it, including yep. you. Yes. Um, but I've I've still never watched a single episode. And I'm very oh. sorry for those who are big fans. <sighs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. That is just, it's, I absolutely love Line of Duty. So the, so the letter of, for, for those of you who don't know where letter of law comes from, it is from the program uh, Line of Duty, which is on BBC. It's a BBC one drama and um, it's big. It's like it's like the, the series that I would say kind of it. it, it what, do you, what would you say? It gets everyone together. It it makes it brings everyone in the UK who watches it into this nice club of line of duty people and we just share conspiracy theories um and um ted hastings is kind of the og like character from from line of duty the original king of line of duty and he has a northern irish accent and he has some several key catchphrases that just make him he's supposed to be a serious character he's an amazing character but it just some of the stuff that he says are so funny that and it's the it's the severity in which he applies to what he's saying so he'll go my officers conduct themselves to the letter of the law the letter like that (laughs) he does that and he also says um Jesus, Mary and Joseph and the wee donkey and stuff like that. It's so funny. And there's, it's just, he's got some several catchphrases. He'll go, I'll give you no evidence, fella. <laughs> so good. Honestly, Ted Hastings is amazing. And um, myself, myself and my um, friends in um, Maidenhead decided to take it upon ourselves to just wherever we could into this conversation, just add in the phrase, letter of the law letter of the law so uh, one of my friends is called laura i've mentioned her a few times on the podcast and um if somebody was to say oh laura can you go and get something we'll be like letter of laura where are you going or something (laughs) (laughs) it was really good um so um that was really nice um just hanging out with my friends just being a bit goofy and um so um if you haven't watched line of duty i thoroughly encourage you to do so because it's just it, you're gonna get so and enveloped into the whole world. And yes, there was a finale last week, and oh my days, it really does just kind of blow. See, your mind. I heard on like social media and everything. Apparently, people are annoyed at the finale. Mm-hmm. They didn't like it. Apparently, it was a big um, kind of disappointment. Yeah. yeah. Well, the thing was was that so the the whole it was is a six series and kind of throughout this whole of these six series we've been building up to this moment this kind of revelation moment this big reveal who yeah. is this um person that's been orchestrating all of these different um situations and um it from from how it was being from how it was structured the way that the um the way that the series was structured the way that the episode was structured it was making it out like it was going to be no one's even thought of this possibility it's not even being considered by anyone nobody it, it we're the writers are so above you you have no idea what's going on and then when it was revealed it was like oh we have actually considered this option and so i guess people mm. were kind of hoping to be wrong um but i was right 
just saying um so <laughs> so you um yeah yeah um but yeah so um so you need to you need to watch it it's just it's just really good but you do need to pause quite a few times I find myself having to pause quite a few times just oh, to really make sure that I understand everything because they use so many abbreviations as well um no. like OCG CHIS um which is a covert human intelligence source and there's things like AC12 all of these different things and you have to know the terminology oh. otherwise you're not gonna get it and so it yeah. makes it that's what kind of makes you a member of the club of line of duty right, okay. is understanding the, the terminology so yeah that was my three word week i would like to hear about yours now please philippa please tell me i'd like to know thank you okay um, <laughs> so we have day number one piano sunshine fun uh, day number two ho chinese alcohol <laughs> okay day number three high school musical oh, oh, oh okay yeah no carry on carry on yeah day number four girls night in and finally cheese wine night oh it's gonna it's gonna have to be high school musical based but oh really <laughs> oh, honestly as soon yeah, as you just it... just for reference <laughs> i know i know some listeners out there might be laughing at that one or asking <laughs> or thinking why she put that as a word in um just in case you are unaware in Plymouth the big like park um I don't know if you know you know when you think of Plymouth and there's that big mm. red and white white lighthouse yeah where that is located in mm-hmm. that park is actually called the hoe <laughs> okay okay um, um yeah. obviously that day I was at the hoe but you wanted to talk about high school musical Yes, please. Oh, my days. I mean, who doesn't love High School Musical? Yeah. Um, Do you know what? There's just something about it that's so, like, calming almost. I know. I don't know. I feel like it was one of my first ever, um, like, film franchise Mm. or whatever you want to call it. So me and my flatmates, we just decided that we wanted to have a High School Musical marathon. Um, That's amazing. Oh, do you know what that reminds me of? Um. You know, the first time that you ever stayed over at my house when we were just like making <gasps> yes! friends, we, um, we watched High School Musical 3, but you we knew did already. And I even know. though you've never seen it before. I know, I'm sorry. Okay, so fun fact for you. When I was much younger, when it first came out, the third film, um, my grandmother took me shopping um, nice. And there was the the DVD and the CD mm. were right next door to each other on the shelf. Oh, wow. And I was so excited and I wanted I, I wanted to watch the film. And she said, OK, you can choose one or the other. Right. And right. I decided because I don't know, I just figured the songs were more exciting and they were the best <laughs> bit of the film. So for some reason, I chose the CD. So I, I literally I know every single song from that. Yep. album. I know every single High School Musical 3 song, but I'd literally I'd never watched the film. No, crazy. You, so we got we came. I came over to yours when mm. 2017. This, oh gosh, yeah, um, it must have been. And we watched it, and I was able to sing along, but it was so weird. Yeah. I didn't know any of like the transitions or what the storyline was, and yeah. so I was just watching it for the first time. And you, but you knew everything. Believe that I knew all the words. So funny. I was like, this is like the weirdest thing I've ever watched happen before. <laughs> like you just knew everything that was going on, but yet you knew nothing. <laughs> it was yeah. so funny. So naive, honestly. <laughs> but do you know what? Have you? seen these theories 
that the high school musical films are just the first film just repeated and in different in different ways so for example the first film is Troy struggles between his love of basketball and his love of singing he doesn't know which one to pick this drives Gabriella away and makes her run away and Sharpay Evans pulls a diva moment to um, try and ensure her first place position in this category or competition or whatever and there are dance numbers and there's always a goodbye song and there's always a reunion song and Troy really struggles when Gabriella leaves it's literally the same film in do you know three what different I contexts. feel like nearly all films follow yeah. some kind of formula yeah like obviously you need you need to set the story you need to yeah. know who the characters are then there's a problem and then it's resolved at the end mm. like have you seen so that many thing films that thing where it's there's only ever I think it's 36 stories do you, have you oh, heard really? about this no like I mean I, I can imagine that being true like yeah. you can only have so many stories yeah but and it, they just yeah. change them ever so slightly. To exactly. Make it interesting. Exactly. And it fo- as in not there's 36 stories in the world because we know that there are more, but um, there's they follow formulas. the same formulas. Yeah. Exactly. So um, I think it's 36. Someone correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but that just makes it so crazy because it, it always blows my mind. Right. Mm. That like we've never had an original thought probably. <gasps> Wow, that's Isn't that deep. crazy. Isn't that crazy? That's really deep. I wasn't expecting to get philosophical today for Philip. No, it, I but... think you might be right though. I feel like that's such a weird thing. Also, yeah. you know how these like weird, like trippy things that you just think about, like weird like thoughts you have when you're in the shower or whatever it is you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other day I was actually thinking about um how the colours that we see. Mm. might not be the colors someone else sees as oh, in like no. i I've, <sighs> I've been taught that that color is purple yeah but what i see is purple you might see something differently but because we were told when we were younger yeah. that is purple yeah that's what you know that it is but oh we gosh. might all see the world differently yeah. like how weird is that and you know what i think that's actually a really important thing as well just to have your you know your daily gemma thoughts just i'm just gonna and um, <laughs> dump them on you now um it's actually really important to think of it like that because what you might think of as like not being something that's hurting someone else mm. or something that's going to affect someone else because of because that's your opinion of what you think yeah. is happening you have no idea what what uh, someone else. I'm not really making sense, but their version of hurt will be different, different to, yours. to yours. And so we can't judge each other by. Oh, I, that's why I hate the line. Oh, you're being so sensitive. It's like, well, no, I'm not. Yeah, I'm being myself because this is how I receive. This is what. This is how I interpret it. I'm not being yeah. sensitive. I'm being myself. Do you know what I mean? God, yeah. that's, sorry just I, I know just this had is, a little round I mean I know this has gone on a bit of a tangent but actually mm. moving on from that I don't know if you've seen it um it's gone on the internet quite a lot recently mm. but there's this um way of teaching young children mm. about um how you hurt people um so I don't know if you've seen it but it's where you get a piece of paper and you tell like you say to the child or whoever it is you're trying to teach this moral or whatever mm. to um, and you'll say, okay, say hurtful things to this piece of paper. And mm. then every time they say, like, you're ugly or whatever it is, you screw it up a bit more. Yeah. Um, and then when they say sorry to the piece of paper, you can you try and flatten it out again. 
but obviously there's going to yeah. be some wrinkles left and yeah. that is what happens when you bully someone yeah they might look like as even when you say sorry mm. even though they you can straighten that piece of paper out they're still yeah. hurt on the inside yeah exactly. and I think that's such a good like oh gosh way yeah. of teaching anyone yeah, to be absolutely. honest not even just children just a reminder that yeah. Um, I think everyone has feelings absolutely I think always 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 my main thing in life is just choose to be kind it's actually not hard at all it takes no effort no energy from you it actually uses more energy to be a mean person um so yeah why do that to yourself as well as to other people like we're all striving to make the world a better place but it starts with you and so just be kind choose kind be kind treat people with kindness Yay. and that is the mantra for today apologies for the actually no not apologies no yeah it's hey, that's <laughs> a message for you and we don't apologize for that message thanks i feel like that's so ingrained in us though isn't it to apologize for getting passionate yeah. about something and on that note british people we apologize for everything literally you walk past them oh sorry oh i know <laughs> but instead of saying excuse me quite a lot of the time you just say sorry sorry um, i know honestly and i don't know it's apparently that's one thing that i know a lot of like foreign people or people who come to this country yeah notice like <gasps> the first thing they notice because all we do is say sorry oh my gosh if i told you about this story no i, well, I don't know what story is yet, <laughs> So I was visiting my friend Jo in um, Germany and um, she, we were walking through the town and I was like, okay, I need to know what the word for sorry is in German because I will bump into someone. I say sorry quite a lot, which yeah. is not the best. But, um, and it's Unschuldigung or something like that. That's an awful pronunciation. I do apologize to any German people listening to this. Um, but Unschuldigung is quite hard to say quickly, which is what British people do really well. They're like, oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Like that when they're mm. bumping into people. And so lo and behold, when I was walking through Germany, I bumped into someone and what I meant to say was Unschuldigung. What came out was Alundere. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Just completely lost it. <laughs> Popular opinions. People are going to get so bored of us singing really badly all the time. We're just having a bit of fun. Yeah, you chose to listen to this podcast. You knew what you were doing when you signed up for this. (laughs) Okay, so uh, this week's unpopular opinions. My oh my, have we been treated? Because this week, oh, genuinely, can I just say, Nanny and Grandad, I know you're listening to this. I love you so much because both my nanny and my granddad, I sent them a little message this morning. I was like, would you like to be my unpopular opinion? You just have to do a little voice recording and I'll use my granddad's today. Um, just because my, my nanny's requires research. Um, oh, and um, Interesting. And granddad, bless it, and, and nanny and granddad, um, I've just you just, honestly you just get the theatrics with with their delivery and I love it honestly 
prepare yourself I'm I'm so excited to play this oh my days prepare your ears prepare your minds prepare your souls um it's brilliant are you prepared are you are you (laughs) hello Gemma this is Mike Higley I happen to be uh, Gemma's granddad Um, this is my unpopular opinion for the week Uh, hold on to your seats Um, they're small they're tight, they're nicely rounded and very tasty. You have to agree that Brussels sprouts are everyone's favourite Christmas vegetable. Thank you, Grandad. <laughs> Go on, what do you want to I, say? I was actually wondering what he was going on about there. <laughs> I, I liked that, I liked that a lot. It built up the suspense. It did. <laughs> Go on, what do you think? Okay. Right off the bat, do you like sprouts? Oh, I love them. Oh, I don't. I don't like them. Deep breaths, everybody who likes them. Deep <laughs> breaths. It's okay. Here we go. Right, you know go. What? I feel like they're such a marmite vegetable. Like you either love yeah. them or you hate them. They're just little cabbages. I don't but understand. They have a particular taste, and do they? Um, yeah. Okay. What okay, okay. So you don't like them. Yeah, the thing is, cabbage is literally my favourite thing on this planet. Like, I, I literally love cabbage. Just, do you know what? One time I literally just had a plate of cabbage with gravy and that was my dinner. Um, <gasps> I love I know. that. I know. Oh. Interesting. Bit weird. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I There's just something about them. Like, they're not quite cabbage enough for me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know if it's... Okay, I don't want to be... I don't want to, you know, out my mother here. I'm not sure if it's how they're normally cooked. Okay. Um... <laughs> Uh, I never used to like them as a child, but then ever since right. my brother's been helping cook the roast dinner <laughs> and he cooks them with chestnuts and bacon. Bacon, yeah. They're actually not bad. Oh, wow. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Catherine. <laughs> yeah, we do. We love you, mum. But um, I don't know, I never liked them and now yeah. I can stand yeah. them. It always, it, it does depend on the coupling um, of what you actually mm, yeah. put them with, like to develop the flavour. So I do get that. And uh, we've traditionally had ours with bacon, but I think one time mm. we had ours with some kind of, oh, I could just be making this up or cross-referencing or whatever with parsnips or something like that but I think we had it with honey once or something okay sweet which was really nice gave it a little yeah. glazing moment yeah see really we nice. normally have honey roasted carrots yeah oh that's always good yeah. but you, you just you're just trying to turn the carrots into a parsnip though aren't you <laughs> like parsnips we know your game <laughs> carrots you know anyway oh my gosh um, that's, a, that's a debate are parsnips just sweet carrots yes, just they carrots are. they just in are. yellow clothing <laughs> love it that um, might be a debate for another time yes i agree but yeah so so you're kind of you're middling. I'm really on the fence because mm. i would i would never choose to eat them if mm. it were up to me i just wouldn't bother cooking them mm. but if i know my family love them my my right. brother actually um he's always loved sprouts like they are his favorite part of the christmas dinner nice. at least at one point they were um and mm. he so much so that he even got the nickname sprout oh oh um, that's so cute yeah and obviously so our surname is russell so it was russell oh. sprout 
Oh um, my gosh, that is I the know. most genius nickname <laughs> ever. Oh my word. Um, but yes, yeah, so in his little friendship group, he's always been Sprout. And when it comes to like Christmas cards or wrapping paper or anything like that, every single year, mum always tries to find one with Sprouts on just for my brother. Um, so it's like an ongoing thing. So obviously we always have them in the house at Christmas because yeah. other people like them. Yeah. And so if someone happens to put them on my plate, I will eat you them. You will, yeah. But... I you wouldn't choose them no yeah fair enough fair enough I know that they're they are a bit of a taboo <laughs> I would treat this with such severity it's like they're such a taboo vegetable honestly <laughs> start your own debates at home but um but yeah so granddad I'm fully on your side I'm a big Brussels sprouts advocate Pip you're middling it's I think at the end of the day don't knock it till you've tried tried it (laughs) um so this is actually my uh housemate um Casey oh very nice hi I'm Casey and my unpopular opinion is that coke tastes better if you drink it from the can because it has like a metallic taste to it Ooh. okay what do you think I'm probably not I I don't really like coke yes, why? oh my okay. gosh no I'm not a huge fan of coke like yeah, see I used to like it a lot I used to drink it all mm, the time mm. but I feel like there's actually not that much flavor to it it's just no. sweetness uh, what was it I saw this I saw this um comedian uh, James Acaster who said oh, that yeah. coke Pepsi Max and all of that they they just taste like a sexy battery and that's all that it is it's he's not wrong he's, he's not, not wrong. wrong honestly because I, I I quite like diet coke I'll have a diet coke but I would never I would never choose it I would never choose mm-hmm. to have that I'd much prefer a lemonade oh, um, me too all the time every single time um yeah I think as well it's probably linked with the color of coke like it's just not very pleasing to look at yeah and especially when I've seen cokes this is something that I find really weird is cokes with a wedge of lemon in it I'm like that doesn't look correct that, it I mean correct in I my don't mind. I don't know I feel like I've always known that as a drink and I think a lot of people love it yeah and so you can't I don't know I feel like I've just grown mm. up knowing that people drink brown drinks <laughs> yeah. I, I've actually you're right but I've never questioned it no um no and I can see how lemon would probably make it more pleasurable to drink. Yeah, yeah. Add a little but, bit more something. Yeah. In Casey's defence, though, um, I always prefer to drink something out of a can. I really? love drinking things out of cans. Um, okay. Is there a reason for that? I think, do you know what it is? And I've noticed this because I used to do a bit of catering, um, yeah. just just like the odd job here and there. And what would happen is that when they, whenever like the young kids would come over, obviously they couldn't have any alcoholic drinks. So they would like go for the J2Os and, and yeah. cans and stuff like that. So that they could have something to drink that wasn't like a glass. It wasn't like a kid's glass. It wasn't just like something that anyone could have. It's like slightly grown up, you know, especially with the J2O bottles that could look a little bit similar to a beer bottle it's not a beer bottle but it's like I've still got the power of the beer um so all these kids would come over and be like oh yeah pass me J2O please and stuff like that (laughs) so um I think it's partly linked to that kind of psychology of oh I'm holding on to something and 
I can hold it any which way I like and it's not a glass so I can't spill it as easily it's just it's quite cool I think it is a cool thing um yeah yeah. I mean do you think that might come down to the whole you don't just want to have a brown drink in your hand (laughs) (laughs) maybe maybe (laughs) I think yeah but I, I definitely know as well that certain drinks taste better in certain glasses or certain cups yeah and I do actually agree with hot drinks. That. it depends on your mug it depends on your vessel basically um yeah. and so I think yeah I think I I know what it will taste like in the can mm. I don't necessarily know if that taste will change in I know what you mean a glass see do you know what I feel like that's quite a specific thing then though because I think obviously like we said coke has quite a distinct flavor mm. um well all the brown drinks taste the same to me <laughs> but, yeah um like coke and pepsi dr pepper mm. stuff like that they're all yeah. quite similar but at the same time they're quite like there's not really that mm. much of a distinct flavor to them it's just yeah. very sweet um, like carbonated yeah so I can understand how the metallic taste from a can yeah might actually not necessarily improve but just at least add to yeah the flavor yeah but then again if I were to have a lemonade I would rather pour it into a glass because I wouldn't want yeah. the metallic taste because I feel like true. something like lemonade or whatever it is, seven up or other variants mm. or Fanta or something. Mm. I feel like they're quite subtle in mm. flavor. Yes. And I don't think you'd want the no. metallicness of a can to taint that flavor. Definitely. Definitely. Cause you can taste the can. You can. Yeah. You can. Can. just about can I mean I feel can. like cans these days they're probably better than they used to be I know they've most of them have got like a plastic lining mm. so you're not supposed to be able to but no. I do know what you mean there is that element yeah or even if it's not the actual taste then I think when you drink from it you effectively stick in your nose right next to it yeah and obviously smell has a big factor in what yes, you taste as well yeah. so yeah. I don't know if that has anything to Maybe. do with it Maybe. Or if you can actually taste it but yeah I do see where Casey's coming from mm. science theories <laughs> are you just when you're tasting the can are you actually just smelling it <laughs> I mean you might be yeah just throwing it out in the mix scientists <laughs> calling upon you <laughs> I feel like we call upon scientists so we much. do we, we, we call upon a lot of people <laughs> don't get any responses but that's okay <laughs> <laughs> Now, this week for Wordplay, we have a new game. Mm -hmm. Um, We actually, this isn't our own creation. We stole this off social media. We did. Um, And it's called the Got It Game. Got it, get it, got it, good. (laughs) So basically, what we're going to do, it's another game that myself and Gemma are going to play live. Yeah. And at home, you can follow along um, and kind of I guess you can join in as well actually yeah this might be quite a nice one Ooh. for you to see if you got it too yeah um so how <laughs> it you works you got it girl you got it <laughs> so how it works is that we are going to choose any word at random mm-hmm. and once you've thought of this word you say got it yeah and once we've both got it then we count down from three and say the word at the same time yeah and this could literally be anything. Yeah. Um, and 
we have to try and find a commonality or a link yeah. between the two things that yeah. we have just said. And then once you've found a new word that's in between, you have to kind of try and guess mm. what the other person's going to say. And then again, once you've got this new word, you say, got it. And then you say it at the same time and you keep going until you say the same word. Yeah. So every round we've got to try and kind of whittle it down find the common links yeah. and, but also guessing what they're going to say yes. which makes it more interesting I think yeah try and get on their wavelength I think yeah yeah, yeah. so you need to try and like play mind games and imagine what the other is going to say mm, absolutely um, I mean so... we we did a little trial run to see just how <laughs> good we were at it and we ended up on the word haberdashery <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just it was in our trial room um which just shows just how Berkshire we are but um <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so um so we're gonna give it a give it a whirl but do bear with um and also bear in mind that this is being recorded on zoom so we won't necessarily have it exactly um yeah. at the same time so just be be mindful of that but it should be fine so let's rock and roll I am looking forward to it I am okay, okay. got it got it three two one Whoa. fireplace <laughs> oh okay got it. um got it three two one mantelpiece oh <laughs> okay <laughs> okay um oh gosh okay okay no, i don't got it okay i got it okay no definitely it's not gonna be no no i don't on. think it's gonna be but hang on okay um got it three two one Sticks. Wood. Oh, that was closer God. than I thought. <laughs> Honestly. So oh, okay. Okay. Sticks okay. and wood. Sticks okay. and wood. Got it. Okay. Got it. Three, two, one. Cold. Fire. <gasps> We're oh. so in the region. We're so in the region. Oh my <laughs> days. Oh. <laughs> this is so frustrating. Um. Okay. We're we're on fire and coal. Yeah. Fire in the hole. Um, got it. Okay, got it. Three, two, one. Bonfire. <laughs> okay, got it. Got it. Three, two, one. Sparks. Marshmallows. Ah. <laughs> Mine just too fair. Mine didn't really have anything to do with both of them. It's just the bonfire. Marshmallows. Sorry. Right. I love a marshmallow. Um. um okay. Got it. Ah. Uh, marshmallows and sparks. Got it. Okay. Three, two, one. S'mores. S'mores. <gasps> Yay! <laughs> Gonna have another round? Okay. Okay. Got it. Got it. Okay. <laughs> Ready? Three, two, one. Tea bags. Oh. I so nearly said that as well. Oh no. Okay. Um three. Oh sorry, no, got got it. I don't I don't got it. Hang on. Uh hang on. Do I got it? Do I got it? <laughs> That's such a such a good That's a sentence. really tricky one. Tea bags and pencils. Tea bags and pencils. Just say the first word and then we'll it might reconfigure. Okay, us. okay. Okay. Got it. Got it. Three, two, one, death. Stationary. Oh, desk and stationery. Okay. Got it? Got it. Three, two, one, paper. Notebook. Oh. Oh, we're so in the right zone. Okay. 
Got it. Got it. Three, two, one. Pen. Printer. Oh. oh. Got it. I oh, got it. Three, two, one. Ink. Ink. Yes. yes. <laughs> oh my god. Like that was a really roundabout one. I kept going like really off course, but then <laughs> it worked out in the end. It did. It Quick, did. Much like well. most things. Much like most things. Yes. How did we get I was going around this bit and then worked out at the end? <laughs> also, I'm just surprised that we managed to get from tea bag to ink. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Honestly, the mind wanders, does it not? It um, does. It yeah, it really does. Shakespeare. <laughs> we did it. I'm so proud of us right now. <laughs> yeah. And that's how you play the game. <laughs> um, Love it. So oh. yeah, if you haven't already, I mean, if you did play along, then yes, how far did you get? Do let us know on the yes, Instagram. Please. Um, but I think this might be quite nice if we could, you know, yeah. if people would join in at home and see if they Absolutely. actually can beat us. Yo. So if you say the same word as us before yes. we say it same as each other. Oh my gosh, maybe this is my, this is my chance to find a husband. Maybe this. Is... <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> maybe this is my opportunity. If somebody says all the same words as me, maybe it's meant to be. Sorry, I'm just I'm having a moment here. <laughs> <laughs> Existential crisis. <laughs> but yes, sorry. Carry on. <laughs> I just also, I love how you went straight to husband rather than like partner or boyfriend or just husband. any love interest. Husband. <laughs> Okay, that's what Gemma's looking for, you know. Anyone out there? <laughs> We're on please, Instagram. <laughs> please, honestly. Oh, and special shout out, actually, speaking of husbands, um, oh. to my cousin Charlotte and um, Matt, who got engaged last week. Um, oh, congratulations, congratulations to you. Congratulations. It's amazing. And um, yeah, so very much looking forward to future celebrations with you all. Um, okay, lads and lasses and anyone else, um, <laughs> it's, it's time for Orange Segment. Squeezy, squeeze. Nice. Okay, so this week, it's my turn again. So you know you're going to get an unconventional orange fact. It's going I'm to happen. I'm so excited. But yeah, I so am I, um, because this one involves Pixar. So, Ooh. yeah. So basically, I was I I completely had um, a mind blank early, and I was like, "What things are orange?" Um, so I was I looked up things that are orange online, and the first okay. thing that came up was clownfish. Now let's do right. a little got it to see if you think I'm see okay. if you can go where think where I'm going given the context. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Three, two, one. Finding Nemo. Nemo. Yeah. <laughs> so. This fact is to do with Finding Nemo. And actually, it's not the most positive of facts, but it's just really interesting. So, so children were so taken with the adorable Nemo uh, following the release of the film that the demand for clownfish as pets just instantly went up. It just, everyone wanted a clownfish. And still to this day, actually, whenever I go around an aquarium or a pet shop and I see a clownfish, I'm like, oh my gosh, I found Nemo. Nemo. The film doesn't need to happen. I found him. So... (laughs) But what it meant was that because they were in such high demand, excessive capture and sale of the ocean of the of the ocean dwellers um, led to a steep decline 
in the organic population of the species. So some of the natural habitats, um, including waters surrounding, now I I hope I pronounced this right, Vanuatu, um, saw a 75% drop in clownfish numbers. Oh my goodness. How crazy is that? And all because of this little film about a little fish who just wanted to get back to his dad. So honestly, when I read that, I was like, I, I mean, it makes sense because obviously it was yeah. such it was such a huge film. Everyone was buying clownfish, but it also had a really tricky effect on the environment. And so, so it's so um, it's a bit morbid. But um, I'll see if I can find a more positive Nemo fact for you now. That might not be to do with the color orange, but it might actually um, help you. On that note, actually, I have another mm. fact that I learned today. Oh yeah, um, about the ocean. Um, again, it's a little bit of a sad one, oh, no. um, but you know, obviously, there's lots of plastic and stuff going into the sea. Yeah. Um, and obviously, with coronavirus, there's now also lots of disposable masks, um, right? Yeah, and stuff like that, just floating around in like the the Great Pacific garbage yeah. patch and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but did you know there's actually more masks in the ocean? Than there are jellyfish. No. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh my de- guys, this isn't. We're not messing around here. This is no. an urgent issue. Firstly, well, number one, wear your masks. But if you can, like, just dispose just of your dispose masks. Well, of them properly. Just dispose of them properly. Don't and throw also, them on the floor. When you do dispose of them, make sure that if um you cut the strings as well, so you know your ear loops. Yeah. Um, animals can easily get stuck in them so make sure that when you are disposing of them just in case they do end up in the ocean or wherever mm. they are um, make sure that you like break the yeah strings. there's no loops for them yeah. to get stuck in yeah absolutely so I found my nice Nemo fact which is that everybody in the Pixar staff that were involved in the Finding Nemo film had to take a graduate class in fish biology which I thought was really cool. cool. So they got a free education in fish biology because they're working on this film, which I think is really cool. And also they got the opportunity to do lots and lots of scuba diving and um, aquarium visits and all of this just to get themselves involved in the whole um, process of the film. Yeah, so it's very cool. Very, very cool facts and makes me want to be a Pixar employee. So um, yeah, so message of the story, think about your fish, think about your masks. Think about the jellyfish. Think. <laughs> Just do some thinking. <laughs> Fits on the naughty side, but do some thinking. <laughs> and that's a wrap, everybody. Cut. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. You've been great. You've been great. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh, we finished it. <laughs> <laughs> on a serious note, thank you guys so much for listening yes. today. It's a pleasure um, as always. As always, and we will see you in the next episode. Will do. Love you and leave you. Godspeed, good children. (laughs) Bye.